Leaders, let me ask you a quick question here. Does this sound familiar? You thought you were really clear with your team. You thought you explained everything perfectly and off your team went and now you came back to inspect the results and you are just blown away and frustrated because maybe part of your team was successful, the other part wasn't successful, or maybe there's a few people who even just blew you off and didn't do what you wanted them to do and you're sitting there livid, bubbling up, ready to just scream or get like, just look in the mirror and say, what the heck is going on? Ah, what is happening? Well, sorry to tell you, but part of the blame is on you. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of You're in Charge Now What? And the goal here is to help all of you become the leader that you want to be, but more importantly, the leader that you or your team needs you to be. And so this question has been going on in a few social media platforms lately. I've been talking to some of my clients about this frustration. I even talk with some of my own team, the people who are running some teams sometimes, and it is this frustration. I get it sometimes. Now, the first thing that you have to think about is, or the first thing you have to believe in this situation is that all of your team is working on the belief of positive intentions meaning they want to do a good job. What person, what employee purposely wants to frustrate their team leader, their boss, the owner? I don't know anybody who purposely sits there and says, ooh, I can't wait. I'm just going to ignore them and see what happens tomorrow. I'm going to see how frustrated they get. No, I don't believe that. I think everybody's really working, trying to do a good job. But I think the real core issue is we as leaders sometimes assume we're better communicators than we really are. We assume our audience understands the picture in our head versus us really communicating in specifics what we want them to do. Now, we've talked about this in previous episodes about coaching or setting goals or setting priorities. And it's easy sometime or easier, I should say, when we're talking, let's say, with sales and we say, I need you to sell 10 more or five more right? That's a little easier because it's tangible. Now, we had said in those episodes, that's better than saying, I need you to sell more because I know what 10 is, where someone else saying more could just mean one. And now we get into frustration. So very simple there. But when it gets into things like a report, or I need feedback, or I need a summary, Again, if we're not clear on what that format is or what we're expecting, that's where frustrations can come in. And then the blame game, or maybe it's not even blame, it's just a frustration game of now I have to go either go back to this person and ask them to do it again, or I have to do it as a leader and then I get frustrated. Reality was we were not clear on when I say I need a summary, I need these five uh, points or these five categories, I need it set up in this format with a summary page that has these bullet points, or I need images, or I need a PowerPoint deck, whatever it is, we need to be really specific so that the team then can deliver for us what we're looking for. So when we get frustrated, as much as we get frustrated, please take a step back, try to shove your emotions out you know, and then ask yourself, okay, there has to be a disconnect. Was I really clear? Let me look at what I said or sent and how I sent it or 
said it. So many times I have moved towards saying, uh, shame on me, let me let me try and re-explain what was going on. Let me give you an example of me being on the receiving end of not great communication. So I worked in hospitality for years. I worked in restaurants in New York City. And I remember we I worked at a very nice restaurant and there was a maitre d' who co- would come in and before service would, you know, bark orders at all the waiters as we're finishing up, you know, some of our meal or getting ourselves settled in. I need this room set up in the next 10 minutes and I need it set up right. Okay. We'd set it up. He'd come in. Something was always wrong. And he would bark at us that we're incompetent. We didn't know what was doing. He'd go stomp off and do whatever. Every day, this was the ritual. Until finally, one waiter who had been there for a while, who felt comfortable, went up to this maitre d' and said, listen, there's obviously some disconnect. Can you show us what you mean? Now, of course, the maitre d' thought we were all stupid and got frustrated. And through his harumphing, he still set it up and said, okay, finally, this is what it is. Once everybody saw it, never had a problem again. So that lesson I learned was showing people what you want allows you to both agree visually with something outside of your head. Because if I just tell you something, I'm assuming the picture in my head is going to match the picture in your head. Sometimes that leads to a disconnect. But if I can see it, we both look at it and say, yep, that's it. We know how to repeat that. Then also, in case if I don't get the results, we always have an anchor to get back to. So that was number one. Now, let me flip it. Me being a leader to a team where I've said, I need this report, I need this summary. And that example before, that was me. And I would get things back in in formats that weren't what I wanted until I realized I wasn't clear. Until once I said, listen, when I need a client report, this is the way it's written out. And then I started receiving it because my team knew how to now provide the information that was useful to me in the format I wanted. And off we went. Now, I'm not always saying it's always easy or it's always as simple as that. It's just a one time and everything's perfect. But the key is when they come back and you look at those results, there's going to be two things. It's either going to be we're moving closer to our end goal and end result. So maybe there's more tweaking, refining, and it's just, that's okay. We're moving forward. Or we're going to find out that the person just doesn't care, didn't listen, doesn't want to do it. And that I find is rare. It does happen. But then that's where, as we talked about in the episode of how do you let someone go professionally, you know, we're getting to a conversation where they're driving down the road of discipline because they're choosing not to do it. It's not a knowing issue. It's a doing issue. But I want this this episode to be focused more on us as leaders as why sometimes we get frustrated, why it seems that people are ignoring us or not listening to us or try, you know, not doing what we need them to do. And, and in your brain, you're sitting there going, I thought I was really clear. And again, you want to hold people accountable and you want to help them get better. But if you've set them down the wrong path initially, well... They said, sometimes it's your fault first. So I always take it upon myself first to say, shame on me. Maybe it was me. I wasn't clear enough. Sit down with them one-on-one, look them in the eye, say, okay, where are we at? Can you, let me explain it one more time. Let me show you. Uh, Let them repeat back to me multiple times until I'm really clear the picture in their head is mine. And then we usually don't have a problem. Then we're off on the right foot. So again, as leaders, be very careful. You may think you're a great communicator. You may think that everybody understands what you're doing. 
even if they've been there for a long time, just because they've been there for a long time working with you. Oh, they work. They should know me. They've been working with me for a year. Not necessarily. You evolve, you change, and are you as consistent, right? Because if you're changing your terminology every week, every month, they're guessing, where is it? Where's Glenn? Who, who's the Glenn that's showing up today? What does Glenn want this time? I think he wants this, but it may be something different, but you think you're clear, but you have moved, the, sort of moved the, uh, uh, the, the end goal a little bit out of the way, and you've made adjustments. So again, it's really contingent upon you to make sure that you are really clear. And when you're giving feedback and guiding your people, you're giving it to them in a very clear way. So it gets rid of that frustration of wondering, why is my team not delivering what I want them to do? So I hope that was helpful. Let's just go to uh, the, the Blackboard concept of here's our bullet points. So number one, make sure you are very clear with your team in specifics. Right. Either it's a, a numerical 10 more or you're showing them what exactly you want them to do, how they generate a report, what the report looks like in what format. Here's how I want you to greet a customer. Here's how I want you to send out this email, whatever it is. There is the more you can be specific in, in, in communication or demonstration clarifies everything, get their buy-in. Number two is make sure they understand what the deadline is when you want it. Again, be specific. I need it Friday. That could be end of day. Do you need it in the beginning of the day? Be really consistent, clear. When you get the results back, if they're not what you wanted, first thing to do is think to yourself, shame on me. Was there some miscommunication from me to the team where they misunderstood? I know you may think you did it correctly. They should understand somewhere along the line, there is a disconnect. So when they come back, it's either one of two things. Again, they didn't understand. We got to sit down and do it because as the more that we sit down and clarify our structure with our team and what we wanted and readjusted and give them that feedback, the next time they come back, they're either going to be closer to the goal and we still may have to do some retraining and coaching, or we're going to find out that they don't care. They didn't want to do it. They're, they're choosing not to, not from a knowing position, but from a doing position. And that's a different conversation. We talked about that and how to let someone go professionally, but that's a whole different discussion. What we're talking about now is making sure they're coming to us with the right effort, because I firmly believe most people are working from a positive outcome mindset. They want to do a good job. So again, make sure you're giving them and then compliment them. Lastly, if they're doing it correctly and they got it to the position they want it, saying, great, this is what, when I say this now, this is the standard of what we need until we change it or it evolves. This way, again, we have an anchor. Everyone understands. Then you can stand in front of your team and say, okay, I need this report or I need you to do X. And everyone goes, got it, know it, because we put in the time, front-ended it, explained it, demonstrated it, retrained it until we got the performance that we're looking for. So again, I hope you found that valuable. Uh, please, if you've gotten this far, please subscribe. I appreciate that. Also share it out. Uh, the goal of this channel is to help those who find themselves in charge of a team or a project or a business build the skills to generate consistent results and build great teams, be the leader you, the leader you want to be, and also the leader that your team needs you to be. So Thank you so much for your attention. I appreciate it. And as I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge, but now you have a few more tools to make you more successful. Thanks so much, and I'll see you again.